0: How's it going, folks? I'm Mike with the Drone Deer Recovery Podcast. Today, our special guest is Braden Price. How's it going? Woohoo. Uh, you ready? I'm ready. We're going to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff, uh, how Brayden got started in the YouTube uh, space, how Braden has put in a lot of work to grow his channel. We're also going to get into some legal stuff, where I feel like the drone industry in a whole is going. A lot to unpack in this thing. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Let's get in it. Okay, welcome back to the drone deer recovery podcast. I'm Mike. This is Braden. Thanks Howdy. so much for being here.
1: Dude. Thank you for letting me come. Oh, yeah,
0: not a problem. It's been a wild day, let me tell you. When I say it's it's gonna be wild, like I mean that because we just never know okay, what we're okay, get okay. Into. How many trips have I made to Ohio? Uh, how many trips
1: have we from you've came to North Carolina yep, and I've came to Ohio? I don't know. There's Was it two six? here for me. Two here. Two two here. And then how many do you got to North
0: Carolina? Two or three. Yeah, so like so, five f- trips? Five times. Every time it's crazy. Every time I'm around this guy, it is absolutely it, nuts. It is, it is nuts. Now that you bring that up, it's like, it's not just, hey, show up, do this, and then go home. Like, no. We get into stuff that we had no idea what we're oh, going to get every into. Every single time, and every single
1: time, you bet your butt we don't get more than four hours of sleep each night. <laughs> like, True. 2 a.m., you get done at 2 a.m., you go again at 4 a.m. Yep. I,
0: it's just you crazy. go hard. You go hard when when the getting is good, you got to oh go. Oh gosh. Yeah. It is. So, down it's, right it's now. been wild. What a wild day today though. Like Yeah,
1: I don't know where we'd start with today. To, I feel like we, a, today Okay, okay, okay. To start the podcast off. I feel like, A, we need to introduce
0: how me and you came
1: about." Oh, let's do that. And then we need to get into the wildest trip we've done together. Okay. I don't, so, know, so let's let's lot. back it up
0: a little bit more uh because I ton of you guys know who Brayden is. He has millions of followers on, um, well, do you know the numbers on everything? Like Uh, TikTok? Two
1: mil on YouTube, a mil on TikTok. Oh, Five hundred on Instagram, something like that. Good for you, man. But like, like it's funny because like TikTok, for instance. I don't use TikTok, but the the amount of growth you can do on TikTok oh, yeah. is nuts,
0: dude. It is going nuts for us. So we we started go, blowing up and on TikTok yeah. in three weeks. We had seventy thousand followers. Then we got three strikes because we showed dead deer. That and is then,
1: why I don't use TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then it just died. Like, but then. Uh, we didn't post for a while. It was like, okay, screw this. I'm not, you know, I don't want to lose it. And then we quit posting, but now it kind of started coming back. Yeah. And in the last month and a half, we gained wow. another 60,000 subscribers and followers wow. on TikTok. So yeah. TikTok's algorithm works. They are just, it's that they, they are concept. babies. Yeah.
1: Like you can't do nothing cool. When, it, when you're talking about TikTok, and you're talking about it being in the hunting industry and whatnot. It sucks in terms of you can't post nothing cool. I can't even post like really cool riding clips of like jumping four wheelers and stuff. Oh, because it's take dangerous. Because it's dangerous. Yeah. It's that. Dude, bad. I've
0: been driving before in my car, and they say like take like act doing this act can be oh, yeah. dangerous or something. Like
1: the downright craziest thing. But that's not where we're headed.
0: Let's get no. back on track. Yeah, um. yeah, yeah. We don't want to talk about TikTok the whole time because I do get <laughs> on podcasts and we we talk about how good it is, but then how bad yep. it can be. Yep. But you've been in the social media game for a long time. Like, what, yep. when did
1: you start? So I started when I was fourteen or thirteen. I had multiple channels. I had a channel when I was six years old. No, seven because that'd be like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I'm a two thousand baby. And so I had a channel like 2007, 2008, something that, shooting birds with BB guns. No way. Of all things. And then in 2010, I started another one. It was like taxidermy or something what? like that. What? You did yeah. taxidermy? Well, taxidermy in terms of like doing skull mounts for deer and yada, yada, yada. Because back then... A lot of the genres on YouTube, there wasn't much to watch, and so when there's not much to watch, and you really want to watch it, you make your own, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And uh, then in 2013, I started this channel, started posting on it in 2014, and been at it ever since. That's crazy. So uh, what?
0: So the the content that you usually create is like four-wheeling off-road
1: stuff is where it started i want to say off off off-road stuff's where it took off but like hunting and stuff i've always done videos with hunting and it's just always been my main passion yeah and Um, i can tell when like when
0: we're doing hunting content it's like you want to do it like i I
1: want it to be
0: perfect but at
1: the end of the day it's so hard to make perfect because you don't know what's going to happen yeah yeah Yeah. you never know what's going to happen
0: but uh kind of like today (laughs) yeah it's been crazy so before we get into what all we got into today you've been in the social media game for a long time you've become successful and a lot of people have been following along what what is the hardest thing to do a youtube channel like a lot of people are asking me already right i'm 80,000 uh subscribers in they want to know what they can do to start a youtube channel what would you say that the okay so if you're looking to start
1: you're like very own youtube channel it's your first youtube channel ever at the end of the day you got to be human you yeah. gotta be somewhat relatable, or you gotta provide really, really good content. Yeah. Um. Especially when you're starting off, you have to stand out, but you don't want to stand out in a way that, let's say, you're posting fake bullcrap content, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. In your instance with the thermal stuff, it was something that you paved a road that no one's ever yeah. paved before. I was the exact same way when I got into the off-road stuff, because. When I started, I was watching uh, uh, Moto Vloggers, is what it used to be, and guys went on on oh. Supermoto street bikes. They would have a GoPro, and okay. they would film going riding down the street. Well, I wasn't old enough to ride on the street, but I wanted to be a part of that community. So, yeah. I started in the off-road, which just took off, and then I was branched off from dirt bikes to four-wheelers, and that was another genre. There's like two guys in that, you know, older guys, yeah. Osta Cruiser, and a couple other guys um, that 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 had the market but they weren't really making it into like a full-blown yeah. thing like a business uh, basically. yeah and so anyway when i got into the, that stuff it
0: just took off paved the wave yeah. and uh would would you say that the market is more saturated is it harder now in 2023 to create a youtube channel that goes yes. viral
1: yes it is and youtube in general the whole oh yeah yeah no doubt now if you can find a market. That no one else is doing yeah. and you truly have a passion for it.
0: There, that's you it. You got it. Yep. Just so like you a, with the drums. Yeah, so it's a niche. Like you yep. it's 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 something that really hasn't been done yep. yet and then you have the passion to do it. Yep. Like I was just listening to uh, Casey Neistat was doing a podcast and he's talking about like he's watching <clears throat> this guy uh, read these old books or something, like that he's interested uh-huh. in. And he said that that guy has 200,000 followers of people that are interested in that specific content. Really? Like, and he said it's so, like, it's, it's not if, interesting. If
1: you are interested in it,
0: there's a majority is. of other people that no, will be. Absolutely.
1: Um, and, like, for you, instance, you're, <laughs> dude, what you started, you can just look at where it's gone already. Yeah. Dude, you got, what, 75,000 subs? And look you know, at all the channels, other people doing it now, because they've seen you and they're like, holy cow, yeah. that is cool. You know, like, I, I want to do, do that.
0: that. Yeah. Exactly. It is, it is crazy how quickly people, I mean, when I make my uh, YouTube videos, I talk about, you know, buying the equipment that you can get on com yep. slash shop. Like you can buy all this stuff. Yeah. But where we are trying to be different than everybody else, obviously we were the first yep. to the market. Yeah. But is create enter- entertaining content. Yeah and high quality content yep. when we're producing it. Everybody else that spiders off of that, I believe that there will be people that do that, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really hard. This is hard. Like we <laughs> go hard. Like you talk about it like all the time, like how busy I am. I am I am that busy. Oh right? yeah, like, 24/7. But you have to uh-huh. just like you when you were uh, starting out your channel, I bet you grinded hard like you had to Oh produce yeah. Content. Oh yeah, like, so
1: it's like I'm at a stage on my channel now to where like it's more relaxed. Yeah. You know, I'm just I'm trying to post 3 videos a week.
0: That's, but I I've,
1: I've done every day, every other day. I've done every other day. I did that for like 4 years. Jeez two three four years and then i've had months where i did every single day so my dialed back is like three three a week sometimes it does get hard right now during hunting season it's hard but uh, on the road a lot but when you're starting and when you're on that grind and you're actually getting that growth it consumes you yeah does it oh
0: yeah oh yeah we're there right now oh yeah it's it motivates you, right? You see the growth. So you're motivated to keep going, but then you don't want to let off because if you let off then it might slow down. And so, yeah, it's, it's a circle that we want to grow and it consumes you like you're saying, but it's been wild for sure. Dude, it's a, it's a huge honor. Uh, to have somebody like yourself reach out to me because like, no, seriously, like you reach out to me and no offense to you, like you said, Hey, let's do something. Yeah. And you DM me. And I was like, what do you do? I didn't even know what it is that you do. I had like 9,000 subscribers or something like that. See, that's like, like
1: the first month you started. Yeah, But that's the amount of people you were reaching so quick because the stuff is insane yeah. what you're doing. Yep.
0: Yeah, so the, the the subscribers wasn't as high as my yeah. actual, uh, like, views. Like, yeah. views was through the roof in January. So I started the jan- channel in October, and in January, I had 5 million views. Yeah. Like, without posting a ton of uh, content. Yeah. So a lot of people were seeing, they weren't necessarily subscribing. Mm-hmm. But then having somebody like yourself that's in the YouTube game reach out to a young creator, yeah. like that that means a lot. So yeah. for me, or from me to you, uh, thank you for doing that, because it then catapults you. It yeah, p- keeps pushing you to those audience. That, oh, 100%. Like yourself, you're, 100% you know, you're telling them, would you go over to subscribe to him?
1: But it's funny because a lot of the channels and a lot, of, most of the people that I'm really close friends with, they started a channel. Peter, for example, Kendall Gray. I mean, Kirk. There's a bunch of people that I could start naming off. They started a channel, and I seen them. I'm like, that dude is cool. Yeah. <laughs> like that is a cool guy. And it's like I got to reach out. And not nothing to do with YouTube. More so, just hang out, do what we're doing, yeah. have a good time. Yeah. And that's basically what. Filming is
0: having yeah, a good time. having a good time and being real. Oh, yeah. And, of course, there's times when we stage some videos. You're going to want to check out today's video. It's, it's going to be <laughs> wild. Um, but it's, it's for entertainment purposes. Like, I got just ripped the other day yeah. about shooting the drone out of the sky. Like, yeah. it was more of a public uh, announcement. Like, uh-huh. we can't do this. Yeah. And people ripped me for that. But it's like, I want to be creative, and uh-huh. I want to be entertaining. So if all the stuff that's going on in the world – I want to just make something yeah. that you kind of forget for yeah. a little bit like oh, what's Oh 100% on as well. but and then being real uh-huh. as well with yeah. time like certain videos So
1: going back onto your shooting the thermal drone down so I seen your response I think I can't remember was it a TikTok I think it was a YouTube video was it a short YouTube video or uh, was it a
0: podcast Well we 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 did uh, shorts and a long clip.
1: I I seen something about uh you responding to all the haters on that. Yeah. I don't know if I ever got around to watching the video that you're referring to uh, in that those videos, uh, the video of you shooting the drone down or whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, dude, it's like people got to understand, like it's all entertainment.
0: Yeah, exactly. At the end it of the is. day,
1: it's entertainment. Like there's days where I don't want to get up and film, but dude, it's like, I want to make a video for everybody. So I'll put that smiley, happy face on. We're going, baby. We're going. When you, when you film every day, every other day, I mean, you know what it's like. It is just a grind. It wears you out. And so it's like, but at the end of the day, you want to do it for your subscribers. You want to please them, get them their content and let them enjoy it.
0: Yep. So have you always been into hunting or?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So you've been, I shot my first deer when I was five. Um, I mean, I've, from the time i got spankings in the stand when i was a toddler you know i've been there all of it huh so
0: So, um as far as creating content did you did you create youtube or um hunting content right away on youtube okay yeah as
1: soon as i had a camera to film hunting content i was filming it nice whether i was posting the content i mean i was 12 years old with a little hundred dollar camcorder filming deer you know uh so and I come, did,
0: did I come. You, did you learn everything on your own, how to run cameras, or did somebody teach you?
1: Camera gear, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's the funniest thing. If you guys see all the moto vlogs and things, I, this is, you're more of a hunting based channel, but I'm yeah. reaching out to the off road guys right yeah, now. Yeah. All the chin mounts, right? Cameras on the helmet, yada, yada, yada. I remember when I was 10 years old, I took a camcorder and duct taped it onto my helmet. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was that wanting to figure it out, yada, yeah. yada, yada. Uh, ended up getting a GoPro, built a custom mount to mount the camera to my chin because that's the best angle. It's the closest to your eye. The under the visor's too high. Yeah, Down here yeah. is about perfect. It puts yeah. it more in line of what you're trying to, to look at. Yeah. And there, no one had it figured out. No one had a mic setup figured out. I, once, as soon as I made, like, my first check or two, dude, I blew, like, three grand on just the most random mics trying to figure out the perfect mic setup for my helmet. And uh, I'm talking about from $10 mics to $200 mics, $500 mics, $25 mics, $40 mics. Bought them all. And I ended up landing on like a $40 mic. And to this day, it's the exact mic everybody uses. No (laughs) way. Oh, yeah. No one uses nothing different. That's
0: great. But you had to go through them to figure out what. Oh, yeah. Do you know what's crazy? Hearing you say that, like what you tried to Uh uh, make. When I was a young Amish boy, my, my dad bought me my first uh, handheld. It's a handy cam where you put a tape in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had those when I first started. I forget
1: like, you're that old sometimes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow! <laughs> How old are you?
1: 23. <laughs> 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 you're 32. Yep, I'm 32. Okay, yep. got it yep. right. You're 23. Hmm. You're, you're, you're sitting here talking about, uh,
0: what's that little tape stuff called? <laughs> tape stuff, I'm not sure. Maybe we're uh, thinking about two different things. No, so, like, a cassette tape would go inside yeah. a handy cam. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my dad bought me one of those, that was before GoPros, and I would try to figure out how to mount that to my bow. So really? Could, yeah. So I had a local shop build this thing uh-huh. that pinched onto it and had bolts and nuts mm-hmm. and stuff. Now you get, go to Amazon and get this grippy thing, you pop anything, it on. Everything.
1: Dude, Is it so- not crazy what What the, it, it all stems from the internet. Yeah that it all stems from social media. Yep. All of it stems because now everybody, even when it comes down to like fishing, back in the day you had to figure it out. Now you just look up a YouTube video yep. and see what everybody's doing. Yep. You know, what, what plugs yep. people are using, what rigs they're using. Everything's on the internet, and it is so easy to figure out what works. Yep. You skip the trial and error crap. Now, I almost, I miss the trial and error, error yep. stuff because yep. nowadays it's like everything It's almost a little too easy. If yeah. you can afford it, it's, yep. it's easy.
0: I feel like we're in that kind of era right now with Uh these thermal drones and drone technology in general. Uh Like, yes, we've heard of drones. We've had, you know, drones to video things and that type of thing. But they are becoming straight-up tools. Oh, yeah. They they will be used in every industry, I would say, in some way. Like, there's a dude that called me, and I don't want to get – carried away on it at this podcast because we've already talked about it but he's in the roofing industry when mm-hmm. he seen me lift that deer um up he was like how can i use this drone to get shingles on no. the top of a roof but think about it like there's so many things like in construction if you got to take heavy yeah. heavy beams or heavy whatever and uh-huh. take it down down the road how easy would it be to hook a drone to it just whoosh, fly it, fly down it there. straight there ah i'm telling you i truly do believe that the drone industry Uh is going to continue to blow up i actually looked up a statistic uh a few days ago and we are literally just starting they are saying that the drone industry in the next uh was that 10 years kevin that it's going to grow 20 percent in the next five years they're saying that it's going to continue to compound Uh, 20 percent growth every year because (laughs) because they're turning into tools and that's like this technology the thermal uh, technology just getting the capabilities that you have now on on your drone that we gave to you like it's going to get better
1: but you think about where we're at now because it all started from just having a little camera right yep. And they, they, they started with those big Phantom 4s or whatever they were called. Yeah. And you had, they were big and bulky. And yep. then they shrunk down and got real small with the cameras and the high HD cameras. And now they're going back bigger, in a yep. sense, to be able to perform these tasks because yeah, they've exactly. seen how vital they were. Yep,
0: exactly. And that's why you were getting into the agricultural side. you got mm-hmm. bigger drones for that. But they're so capable. People think, like, oh, these drones can't spray tons of acres. I'm telling you, they can spray tons of acres, but you just need to learn how to use them efficiently.
1: Well, not only that, but think about how safe they are. No longer putting a human life in danger flying a helicopter or plane spraying these crops. Exactly. Is that not like, that's a no-brainer in itself. Yep.
0: Yep, 100%. And, and I feel that some of this is going to be pushed from the insurance companies. Yeah. Think about how much they're paying out. The insurance companies are there to make money. Oh, they, yeah. I mean, they might pay you a settlement, but truly they're there to make a, yeah. a, a profit. Yeah. And if they see what these drones can do, they're going to push their premiums so high mm-hmm. that helicopters, airplanes won't be able to do these things mm-hmm. and just put a, a UAV up there. Let, yeah. let it do its thing.
1: It, it, and it's almost crazy because you know, those helicopter guys and those plane guys, they, they feel as if the drone industry is going to take away from them. And uh, in a sense, it's a possibility. But, but, the, you, but the, just the, get into it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The dog guys are feeling the same way when yeah. it comes to the thermal yeah. drones. Yeah. And it's like, look, if you want to use a dog, use a dog by yeah. all means. But at the end of the day, there's some situations a dog could be better. Yeah. There's definitely situations where a dog's better than a drone. Yeah. You know, if you got a hot day thick cover uh, thick canopy where the dog's probably going to outperform but there's when there's no leaves on the trees or even slight leaves dude it's hard to beat a drone it it,
0: it sounds like you did some homework yourself are you getting this just based on watching the channel or did you like Dude, I get it from
1: watching you. How many times have I watched you recover an animal already?
0: I, I'm sure it's been a lot. But I've watched like, you so, recover so you, animals
1: in the thickest of canopies. I've watched you recover animals in the most open of canopies. I mean, the amount of stuff I've watched you personally do is mind-boggling, the amount of information yeah. you can take in from that.
0: It's it's good that you're saying that because we got, uh, in the beginning, uh, well, this season, there were you know people doing thermal drone deer recovery, mm-hmm. and we they reached out to us and tried to say we're out for a cash grab we're just there to take your money because he was flying in very thick canopy and uh he didn't find the deer and then a dog comes in and then finds the deer like a a little bit later it's like okay you
1: should have hired a dog well that's how you feel
0: but he was trying to say that we don't tell them all the truth i totally tell the people like there are situations that a dog might be better but when you ask me when the leaves are off or when they're drying up, uh-huh. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be better than a dog. That's yeah. just it. Now, yep. a dog guy, let's say you're a dog guy. You're mm-hmm. going to sit there. You're probably going to say the same thing Yeah. because if you wouldn't, then why are you doing it? Yep. Like you only do what you think like, yep. is best. So wh- why would you say that? Well, I'm not going to find them all and, and uh, I'm just not that good with my dog. You wouldn't do that. Yeah.
1: But it's so funny because at the end of the day, these dog guys – They're doing it for their dog. Yeah. Right? So they fear that the drone market's going to take away from them. And at the end of the day, will it? Dude, the amount of recoveries you've been doing. Yeah. I mean, it's like the amount of recoveries that have to be performed. Because at the end of the day, I mean, people are gonna make mistakes hunting. They're gonna make bad shots, and that number is gonna surprise you every time. Yeah, every time. Yep. You had a oh this morning. Yeah, I did. It this happens morning. to everybody. It, it's, it's
0: embarrassing. I am. I am a guy that hit a doe in the gut this morning for yep. some reason. Uh, I, I stuck my crossbow out, uh-huh. and when those limbs open, mm-hmm. it just nicked the corner of that window, bumped that bow, while well, that threw the arrow back 10 inches yep. right through the gun. Yep,
1: and so at the end of the day, it's going to happen. And yeah. the amount of people that need this help, it's not going to hurt nobody having a drone or being a drone guy or a dog guy. Yeah.
0: or having both. Oh, like, yeah. If you love a dog, have your dog and have yeah. a drone, because there's guys doing that already. 100%. Like, yeah, why not? I, 100%. I, I couldn't agree with you more, totally. So, do we want to get right into what it was that we were doing this morning? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So um, you start it, dude. <laughs> I don't know where to start. So we actually we we had a decent buck showing up on our camera. We call him Benny Brow Buck, mm-hmm. and I mentioned something to you about coming up and seeing if we can get Benny Brow Buck. Um, and we have a doe problem yep. on our on our land. Mm-hmm. And I asked you if you wanted to shoot a doe, and you were like, sure. So. No, oh,
1: don't tell me to not shoot something. Yeah, right? You tell me to shoot something, i going to get shot.
0: We, we went out this morning, and like we just said a little bit ago, I, I ended up hitting one in, in the back. You shot one, what, 30 minutes before I did? Yep. Yep, just yep. smoked it. Uh, unfortunately, mine needed some time to expire, and we end up flying your drone to the butcher.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we flew the deer with the ag drone. All the way to the butcher. Is <laughs> make, that make sure, not crazy?
0: Make sure to watch the full video. Yeah, yeah. Wa- watch
1: the full video. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh,
0: it was wild.
1: Quite, quite the experience. But let's back back up in that story.
0: Yeah.
1: So talking about how vital these drones are, there was two deer down on the same property. Yeah. Within a one minute, sixty seconds of that drone taking up, taking lift off, from the time that drone took lift off, not only did we find my deer, but we found yours. Yeah. True, in one minute, when the canopy—well,
0: I'm telling you, uh, when the canopy is off, it's game over. It's dumb. Yeah, What are they
1: gonna do? Dig a hole and (laughs) crawl into it?
0: Oh, that being said, Ah, we'll get there. (laughs) Did you lead into that? We're not going there right away. Oh, we can
1: wait on that one. Okay, we can wait on that. Nice.
0: What was the other thing I was gonna ask you? Ah, doggone it. it, slipped my mind. You got anything good to add to that? Add to the story yeah. of this morning? Yep, this morning. Yeah, so let, let's backtrack
1: just a second. When we say a full canopy and saying the drones are less efficient mm-hmm. with a full canopy, mm-hmm. when we say they're less efficient, if you f- find that animal, I mean, you're still going to be impressed. Like, yeah. when we shot that pig, I looked up and I go, Nobody. no, yeah, not no happening, way. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was thicker than the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, it's just down, yeah, yeah, good, he, good he was, luck, buddy. Yeah, he,
0: uh, he was not convinced. He was just kind of like shooting around. How long I mean, did it
1: take you to find that pig in that thick canopy?
0: What was that, 10, 15 minutes?
1: 10, 15 10, minutes. Yep. If the animal's dead, odds are you're going to find it, even yeah. with a thick canopy. Yep. But in a situation where you have a thick canopy, and let's say it is sunny out, everything's done warmed up, yep. you're probably going to be... Best bet to get a dog.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't do thermal drones when the sun is out. No. Like, there's going to be some guys on here that, no, I found it with the sun out. Okay, you may find one or two, but to be really, really good at it, it's not, it's if, not a, a really good idea.
1: If the canopy is not super thick, and it's an overcast day, thermals are good, One, you can every single time 100% say, yep, that deer's not dead. Can yep. you not? Yep. Yep. That deer is not within this thousand acres. Yep. Exactly. Or thousand yep. yards of here. Yeah. So
0: that's what I go on. It's based on a thousand yards. It's usually what I uh, go off on. There's gonna be dog guys that'll that'll tell you, well, mm-hmm. I found a deer a mile away, mm-hmm. which that's true. But I I feel that a deer just naturally doesn't want to walk a mile if he's got hit. Like, How
1: far did your doe go this morning, gut shot doe? Uh
0: Probably when she bedded down, was what was that, maybe 130, hundred and thirty, forty yards? I wouldn't have guessed that much. Yeah, but From the impact, maybe we, 100 yards. My
1: buddy gut shot a 153-inch buck in Missouri with his bow. Clean gut shot. Uh, I mean, the deer bedded down within 70 yards. Yeah, A gut shot deer is going to be dead by morning, typically, I feel like.
0: Okay, there, I'll, there, I'll, I'll add a story. Too. There, go ahead. There's
1: some, that deer that we found the next morning. I mean, if you give them 24 hours on a gut shot deer, I'm saying they're dead. Um, but when you're talking like 12 hours, I feel like eh,
0: okay. you
1: probably know more about it, yeah, but no, from what I've seen, but typically I feel like if the if you don't go and bump that deer, it's going to be dead in its first bed, and it's going to be within 150 yards of where he shot it. That's you, how I feel.
0: That That's how, what I thought too. Really? But this year we have found more bucks that were gut shot. That went farther, but there's some there's there's situations that is that's making them go farther. Um,
1: Coyotes bumping on people, tracking
0: them. The rut has a huge thing to do with it. Yes, their testosterone stuff is Uh up. I found a buck with its guts hanging out. It was hanging out that far. I remember remember you telling me that. eight eight inches. I found him. uh, Right away, he bedded down in that first 70 to 100 yards. Yep. He bedded down. I found him. I was like, we just got to give him time, right? We got to come back. Give it 24 hours. We come back 24 hours later. That deer is now another 100 yards from there uh-huh. standing in water with its guts still out. Uh-huh. Still alive. 24 hours later. Then I come back uh, again to look for him. He, he went from there. He got bumped. He went from the, the river 800 yards. After
1: 24 hours of being gut shot? Yes. Really?
0: Yes. Went 800 yards. So I was like, okay, we got to just leave him there. Uh-huh. We left him there, came back again, could not find him. He went another six hundred some yards and then died. So But he did die. But it took how many hours? We don't know the exact hours, but I believe it was between forty eight and seventy hours.
1: On a gut shot. I went back there three times. Was it a bow gut shot?
0: A bow, yeah. Two so what, inch
1: range, you know, yep, big cutter. Yep. yep.
0: So what? Wow. But see, there's so many different um, variables scenarios. of yeah, what it could he, hit. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't know how much in testing or gut it actually yeah. cut. Because when the arrow went out, he said he hit a limb and it kicked the arrow up in the back and it came, uh-huh. went into the stomach and then down out of the uh-huh. stomach and so it just fell out. So we don't know yeah. how much of that was actually cut.
1: Well, is, I shot a deer back and low. Uh, Four inches behind the heart, maybe an inch or two low, and it cut one lung. I mean, probably got half the broadhead, half of a two-inch range. So we probably got a—we honestly probably did get a two-inch cut on the bottom side of one of the lungs. Yeah. That deer went 800 yards, found him the next day. Yeah.
0: I mean— Went dead. He was dead, but yeah. he went— every bit of 800 yeah. yards. So I'm actually going to get a um, respiratory guy on this podcast like uh-huh. that understands lungs because we talk about lungs a lot when we're, we're deer hunting mm-hmm. and he has these lungs broken down like, like how a lung works. Because yeah. dude, I found a buck that was double long shot, uh, ran 130 yards, a guy gave him five hours, walked in up on the deer, deer gets up, runs away. No the way. reason we know it's a double long shot is the next day I found it, he, he, was, he kept bumping it. He was like, okay, whatever. I'm quitting. Like, I'm not going to keep doing this. Get the drone out. Yep, get the drone out. Now he only went 20, 30 yards from where he stopped last. Um, but who knows how far he would have yeah. went if he would have kept doing it. got it, pulled it out. He sticks his, hole, his fingers into the holes. The, the, in the lungs. In the lungs. And it went through the liver. Like, it, but what? the buck was rotten i'm telling you there is something. so you're
1: thinking when these deer are jacked up on testosterone chasing these does they're just it has something different animals
0: it It has something to do it i I could believe it i could see it i just i i think that when they're that hyped up it's not like okay let's just bed down try to you know get this you know done or or get better it's they just want to keep going i think so that's weird. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just telling you, like, so many people ask me, like, uh, what type of trends are you seeing? Uh-huh. There is no trend. And you're going to see with the drone that you got from Drone Deer Recovery, you're going to see things that you're just like, what the same <laughs> hell? Like, how's this deer yeah. still doing this? Yeah. I think so. Now, see, it might be different down there. Your deer mm-hmm. aren't as big and heavy as our deer Oh, deer not big. even
1: close. Yeah, you shot, <laughs> not a, even you close. shot a big doe. This the morning. doe I shot this morning, I mean, that doe had to be, I'm, how much would you guess? I'd say 100 and a quarter. I'd go, go I'd go 140 to 150. No way. That's what I would have guessed. We should That doe with guts in was as oh, big. Oh, guts
0: in. Okay. Oh, yeah, guts yeah,
1: yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, that doe is as We don't gut our deer, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. You said you don't gut deer. You take them straight to the butcher when, like that?
1: When we quarter deer, we don't even gut them. We'll just... We'll, what we'll get we'll get into that later I, I, I know a lot of you guys probably do this it's weird because back home nobody guts them they'll take them to the processor with the guts in or when we process them ourselves we're hanging them we'll just drop the gut sack down a little bit so we can get to the inner tenderloins never drop the guts out what yep i mean the only just, thing just you're missing out is rib meat
0: Yeah. You know, just because they're light or what i
1: yeah, there's no rib meat on our deer, <laughs> so I mean we get everything, and but we that, never drop the guts why, out.
0: That's why I missed that one. Uh, well, okay, it was a bad shot. I'll take it. Uh, but I missed one in North Carolina. Yep. But I thought it was a baby.
1: Yep. We had to. He. We were seeing this a doe, a full grown doe in front of you, <laughs> on the trail cam. I'm thinking, why ain't he shooting? Why ain't he shooting? And yeah. I text you. The doe walks out. I said, Why didn't you shoot? And he's like, It was a baby, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, that's a full grown doe, dude. The yearling that I seen today. Was dang sure the size of our full grown does crazy. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. it. Has to
0: do with food or what? I
1: think the cold weather. I feel like. Well, I don't know. It does get colder up here than the harsh winter. Yeah, Yeah.
0: why? Yeah, it comes down to uh, how rich the minerals are up here. Really? Oh yeah. I would have. I would have guessed that's it was That's crazy you weather. talk about how rich the minerals are. Uh-huh. And in the Midwest then you do it yeah. 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 When you say how rich the minerals are, that's crazy because I found a 200-inch deer in an area, and I'm not quite giving it away where the area uh-huh. was, but it was in Ohio that I would have never thought really? that there's 200-inch deer.
1: Really? No
0: crop fields. Uh-huh. Who knows how far away. My buddy in West... And he's convinced that the deer drinks orange water. Really? Yeah, and that's why you got big.
1: So, my buddy in West Virginia, it's all hardwoods. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kirk, I'm breaking some secrets here. <laughs> there's some giants running around West Virginia. No way. And I'm like, dude, it's just all hardwoods. There's no ag, no nothing, nothing for these deer to get a ton of protein. And he's you there's, say that. there's giants, I, I, there's 160s running around. I mean, he, his buddy shot a 180s wow. buck with his bow. Just in hardwoods. Um, now, back home in North Carolina, we got uh, lobby, lolly pine, lolly pine trees lobby i don't know something like that but we got we got pine trees it's all just timber country um in my area that we hunt there's no ag so we got pine straw and some acorn trees and a crap ton of corn out of a bag (laughs) (laughs) and uh but we can grow 140s but that's where we about max out at
0: no way you don't see a lot of clay well towards the hunt what, what has clay to do with it yeah, I don't know if clay. As
1: far as how rich the soil. Is.
0: So you're saying they licked the soil or what?
1: So there's minerals in the dirt. So there's some spots up by my hunting lease where they have dug out. I guess you'd call it the. We call it the pits where they dig out the dirt and go use it for building highways and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've, from what I've heard, this rumor has it a lot of big deer get seen in those areas, and a lot of people believe it's because
0: they're eating the minerals in the dirt. So that. Could make sense what the guy was saying when we found this 200 dent. Like, yeah. I I felt bad because we were laughing. I was like, "There's no way." Like, yeah. And, and he's so dead serious. He's like, "No, Mike, it's, so, it's the orange water." I'm like, it,
1: it's the weirdest thing. What deers will deer will go to? Because like in our timber country, what we have is you know a hundred acres will get cut at a time. After 30 years, the pine trees are full grown uh the skidders will come in they'll harvest all the the trees cut them all down haul them all out and a lot of times they'll just leave their big skidders and equipment sitting there yeah i've watched deer go up to these skidders these big machines and just lick the grease off of them what promise you what i've seen it with my eyes they will just go up and start licking the grease like it's a salt lick or something don't know what about it makes are them do you, that I but i've seen it never i've seen groups of 10 does go and do it
0: no way stand
1: around them for 30 minutes just licking the dang thing <laughs> i swear <laughs> i'm telling you that, that there's is there's a lot to crazy. learn about deer but I've, I've seen stuff that's just i don't really know how to oh, explain that, it but
0: but that's what I, that's what i'm saying yep. you're gonna see deer do deer things that you didn't know like i didn't know a deer when they are tired like, they will literally lay flat down like they're dead. Like, I have literally seen, I'm like, oh, th- there's a dead doe. And then a little bit later, face his head up. Like, <laughs> I never no knew way. that. Yeah, I've never seen that. I also didn't know that they lay like dogs at times where they, two two uh, legs out front just chilling. Seriously? Yeah. Like, it's no crazy. Way. Like. But you don't see that. No. Like, you often see them on their feet or bedded up like, you know, like they're trying to hide or something. Well, you
1: think about what the drones have been able to do in terms of just being able to learn about deer. Being able to just, just just like you're saying, I mean, all the things you can learn is awesome.
0: Yeah, like the herd analysis. Like, I I announced herd analysis. Like, we'll come out and we'll count your deer. Never once did I think that it's going to blow up what it did. Like, we were doing, like, like biologists, like, like uh, wildlife mm-hmm. biologists, they want it to use, use the technology. You good there, bro? Like <laughs> Kevin's over here running around, tripping and almost falling. Um, but biologists, they want to use this. They call it more a deer census. I don't know what the difference is, but they call it a deer census. But the technology, what you can yeah. use, even if you don't want to use it to recover a deer just from a management standpoint, yeah. just totally makes sense. I believe, and I'm throwing this out there and I put it on a couple of my videos. I believe that this technology will, the price will come down even a little bit more. It'll make it affordable that almost everybody that is a pretty serious deer Uh hunter will own a thermal drone. Maybe not, like, you might not be allowed to use it to recover your deer, but you're going to use it to to find poachers Uh or trespassers on your property or, you know, find waterways like yeah. you've seen there's oh, yeah. areas like you you the can find you water. can
1: find and see on the exactly drones. so i want to get into the conversation of where you're going with it like you just said one day you might not be able to recover your deer i want to get into that conversation here in a second but let's wrap up what we did today let's do it with the
0: uh the ice bath Oh, and, and the, nice the hiding. Okay, so I'll I'll start it off. We did a video with you in North Carolina. Yep. We hauled a hog out with the T the forty. Flew it out. Yep. Pretty wild. Yep. We flew it out. Um and in that in that video I told you if if your subscribers come over what was it? Did I we said get us to thirty thousand fifty five yeah, thousand subs, which was like thirty thousand
1: yeah. subscribers, and I think it was twenty or thirty thousand likes.
0: That's yeah. It. It was 30,000 likes. Yeah, so you got us to the subscribers. You were a little short mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on the likes.
1: I uh, know. I was so upset. I was like, Dad <laughs> it! Are you kidding me? I was about to start making all my email accounts and just
0: hitting the like button. So, so tell, you tell me the rest. What, what happened here about, uh, no, it's now an hour and a half ago. Well, <laughs> you you said you had no idea. Like I I felt like you guys were on to us. Well, like we
1: were... I I felt like you're great, dude. Let's let's be real. I wouldn't be hanging out with you if you weren't great. Thank you. And uh, I felt like you were gonna do something with the drone. I feel like you dropped some hints. I was like, mm, yeah, we'll see if we get one, you yeah. <laughs> know. But I had no idea what you had in store. Yeah. Like what what kind of idiotic crap is that? Okay. So okay, no, we so, gotta so, so we, tell get, we gotta get into this. Yeah. <sighs> this is. This yeah. is whew. So Mike comes to me Takes off my shirt Puts a mic on me You didn't, didn't actually take off my shirt yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually Kevin, Kev, Kevin But Mike's me up and I'm like oh gosh what are we doing Because <laughs> we're about to drive to Iowa And uh, anyway He walks me outside and here comes this big Ag drone with a present He's like okay Ripped the envelope off that you had me. I was like, okay, we're about to do a scavenger hunt yeah, or something. and on the something, bottom of the present weird. was yep. a, an envelope. Yep, and I opened it. It's like, all right, if you want this drone, you better ask Mike. What what you, I got to
0: do? Yeah. What I had to do, Mike? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Um, I wanted to give you your gift. Yeah. But you wanted me to. Yeah. So you, Whew. because you didn't get us to thirty thousand subscribers. <laughs> There was a little catch. Yeah. And the catch, catch was we had custom trunks made for you. Custom?
1: Actually, like, really custom swimming trunks. Where are they Go, They're soaking wet. Go find them. Yeah. we got to have them for the story. Yep.
0: You know, um, so we had custom trunks made yep. for you with drone deer recovery and your face on it. And uh, the catch was that if you want the drone, we're willing to give it to you, but if you want it, you got to jump into the, uh, the pond.
1: Can I feel like there's so much talking we can do. Yeah. when I told you right after you said that a week ago, I had hyperthermia. Dude, I am not lying when I said I had hyperthermia you was it was so serious. Oh, oh, yeah, oh here's the they swimming are. trunks <laughs> they are definitely they're cold too. <laughs> we got that camera guy.
0: Are you getting it? Look we at got that it.
1: How cool. Ooh, baby, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Anyway, when I say what was I saying? When I say I had hyperthermia, yeah. so we're chase, chasing mountain lions in New Mexico when this cat ends up getting ran by the hounds for 10 miles. What? We dropped down in this big canyon like I we needed rappelling gear to get down this joker. I don't know how we did it without it. By the time we got down there, I was soaking wet. Girlfriend shoots this thing with her bow. I proposed to her. It's gonna, oh, it's, congratulations. It, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good video. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we filmed everything. But I was soaking wet and freezing to death at the bottom of this canyon. And I wasn't really letting them know. But I was like, guys, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of here. Yeah. But yeah. yada, yada, yada. Well, we're like, all right, let's build a fire. Let's take a backstrap out of this mountain line. And let's cook it over the fire.
0: No. So
1: we built a fire. I'm literally stripping, drying clothes out. And I finally think I'm dry enough to get out of there. It's probably like 10 degrees. That morning when we started hunting, it was two degrees. Snow on the ground, everything deep down in this canyon. It's cold. There's no wind, luckily. And uh, the sun is dropping drastically. Oh, sounds and, scary. Uh, so we get done and I'm dried out. So I'm thinking, oh, I'll get out of this thing. I won't die today. Yeah. And uh, somehow, some way, I don't think I got my inner layers dried out enough. And before I know it, trying to get up this canyon, I started to freak out. Not really freak out, but I started to realize like, uh oh, I'm in trouble. No way. And I'm telling Kirk, the guy I'm hunting with, I'm like, dude, I'm out of shape. I'm fat. I could probably do this, but I'm cold, and I'm getting a little worried.
0: No way. Because I was soaking
1: wet, and it was 10 could degrees. You feel,
0: could you, could you see his, how concerned he was? I wasn't there. Yeah, Bree um, was there. Okay. Could you tell he was freaked out? Herx said we played it up oh, yeah. to get him to, to go up the hill. No way. Oh, yeah. We knew it was in a bad situation, but we didn't know how bad
1: it, was. it It was really bad because, like, we haven't even made it up this. I'm talking about we had a long way to go, oh, and I'm already gosh. thinking there's no way. My, it I got to the point I was so cold that I couldn't tell you how cold I was. <laughs> I was so cold, I did not know how cold I was. But the no. scariest thing was, is I kept trucking. I might have to stop every 10 yards and take a breather and try to get my, my balance and everything back to go the next 10 no yards up way. this mountain. Um, but once my head, and I noticed I started losing body function. And I was like, mm, that's a little weird. And I started to, but but what got me is when my head started playing tricks on me. Couldn't see straight, going cross-eyed, no. getting wobbly, just frozen, Oh, you were hypothermic. Oh, 100 percent and uh there's one point we get up this real steep part and i'm just like i can't go no further and uh brie comes and she's trying to warm up my fingers and my fingers were like glass if i flicked my fingers like that i swear they would have broke off (laughs) finally got my fingers once my fingers started hurting because they were so cold i knew that i wasn't gonna lose them because they were warming up yeah yeah and uh anyway like all the symptoms of hyperthermia other than dying You know, about to puke just from being so cold, lightheaded about to pass out. And luckily the guys drug me up like the last hundred yards of the mountain, but it was close. So back to where we're leading with this. You were truly scared. Everybody was.
0: I had no idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, week goes by. Here I am in Ohio. You want me to go jump in the pond in the middle of December. That pond water was
0: brutal cold. (laughs) Yeah. But you weren't going in there by yourself. No. So when I planned this thing, I had no idea that you are such a negotiator. Like, you (laughs) wanted to negotiate your way for me to get in there with you, or... It didn't start as that. It was negotiating my way out of the pond, but then
1: he said, oh, oh, you're going to the pond before the video's ever. So I had to negotiate you into
0: it. Yeah, I was not going to not let you go in there. Mm. But then I'm going to throw this on Kevin, because Kevin, here's the deal, like... He made, so I could not find you with your ther- with my thermal drone. You basically negotiated that you're going to go hide, and if you hide from the thermal drone, then uh, you don't have to jump in. But, yeah, if you can't no, find so, me so, with so the so thermal I, drone. My counter was that, okay, you're still going in. Like, I don't want to, uh-huh. but I will take it with you that if you, if I can't find you, then I go in as well. The
1: freezing cold pond.
0: Yeah, but... I couldn't find you, but it was because of Kevin. There it is. Yeah, I because of Kevin. Like, here's the deal. Like, when you are buried (laughs) at all I wasn't buried. Kevin couldn't even
1: find you. Dude, I had leaves on top of me. And maybe a few rocks. (laughs) (laughs) And tinfoil wrapped around me. I mean, it's just like I wasn't wasn't buried. It was pretty dark in there, but I wasn't buried. But there was
0: nothing for me to find you. You were buried. You Anyhow, s- we end up getting into the pond. Yeah. Brutally cold. Yeah. You were scared because of how cold you were a week before. Had no idea that this even happened.
1: Oh, yeah. When I told you I about died of hypothermia, I
0: wasn't kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. And, but, uh, but you did get in there. And you got in there.
1: You I, took the leap of faith and was the first one in. Yeah, I, so I did. Yep. It, it been, but you kind of made me a little nervous when you're like, if you can't swim well, don't get in there. <laughs>
0: it was brutal. I, I was I was concerned. You yeah. can swim well, or I think you would have went to the bottom.
1: Well, the thing was is that water was so cold. When you jumped into that pond, typically, like, you hold your breath and you got some buoyancy. Yep, yep. It was just gone. <laughs> it was just, you're sinking rock. <laughs>
0: Kevin got in there, and he couldn't get up fast enough. He's like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember coming up, gasping for air, and it's like, okay. I literally took a breath five seconds ago, yep. but it's just it, – it takes it out of your lungs. It is And nuts. it makes you – it is nuts. It makes you so, so unbuoyant. You're just a rock. Yep. And I never would have thought about falling into the cold water and not having your buoyancy because of that. Nah. Did you I mean, that makes bottom. you – Oh, dude, I hit bottom. It, in the video, it looks like I was underwater for, what, three seconds? Yeah. It felt like a lifetime. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, I thought I was like, okay, he wasn't lying. <laughs> I'm going to die.
0: <laughs> it was bad. But you did it, and you got your own yep, thermal yep, Matrice yep. 30T.
1: Dude, I'm so stoked. Dude. We have could have used that thing so many times in the last, like, four months. Yeah. I mean, it downright – is a game-changing lifesaver. Yeah,
0: I say that a lot on my videos. Like, this is game-changing. This technology is game-changing. But it truly is. Yeah. uh, How we do carcass recovery is going to be forever changed in the industry, even if there are companies out or states out there that Mm -hmm. want to outlaw it. Like, that's just completely stupid. We're going to get lobbyists and we're going to fight against it because it is a great tool for a sportsman to be allowed to use this. at the end of the day...
1: Now we're getting into that topic I was talking about earlier. At the end of the day, the way I look at it is they put laws and restrictions on everything. Mm -hmm. You cannot just come out and outright ban drones because they have such a great use in this industry. It keeps so many hunters from losing their animals and all them animals going to waste.
0: I couldn't agree more. I
1: mean, you're talking about hundreds upon hundreds of deer rotting in the woods Mm -hmm. and never being found. Because you, the law says you can't. Yeah. And, and wounded deer, too. I mean, same thing, them deer suffering. And it's yeah. like, at least if you fly up, you know. And, you know, sometimes when people shoot a deer and they think it's a bad shot, I know people that want to go look.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I know people that make a bad shot on a deer and not even go look. I mean, it's just, it boils down to ethics and respect you know. for the animal and respect for what that animal's going to provide you. You want to do everything in your power yeah. to retrieve that animal. I couldn't agree more. And, like-
0: the, the conservation behind it, too. Like, this is what pisses me off, is DNRs, like uh-huh. uh, or Game and Fish, or whatever your state is. Like, how they just quickly rule it out, no, illegal. Like, mm-hmm. sh- they're working for we the people. Yeah. Or they should be working for we the people but and the sportsmen.
1: I know you get, and I know you hate the... Well, I know you get the reasons why they don't want them. And I know you absolutely hate the people that might would use them for those reasons. Whether it is, you know, using a drone to find a deer and go shoot them and hunt them. And I'm just unfair ways of hunting. Just terrible ethics. Yep. But at the end of the day, there's laws on all kinds of stuff. I got thermal scopes. I could go shoot any deer I want to any night of the week. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's like you have to, that's why there's laws on that stuff, right? That is why there's laws on that stuff. So I could be wrong when I say this, but from what I've heard, you can't hunt, in a lot of places, you can't hunt big game or waterfowl after riding in a plane or a helicopter or some kind of flight for scouting. Yeah. You have to give it 24 hours. Yeah, I see... Uh, like, why couldn't they put that same law in effect on drones? Four drones, yeah. But I think, this is my theory. You know how one day I told you, I said, the rich the rich man grow it, the poor man pour it. The, the rich man will plant cornfields yeah. in all these Midwest states, come in, mow it. But the poor people... That can't uh, can't afford all the farming equipment to to do such a thing, can't buy bagged corn because they made it illegal to bait. But yeah. you can grow corn yeah. and mow it. Yeah. I think it's the same way when it boils down to the drones that they're going to get affordable enough to where a lot of people have them. And at the end of the day, it's just like it seems like the the the. The poor people just get wrecked. Yeah, because it's like, okay, what's keeping me from going up in a helicopter and scouting with my yep. thermal monocular? Yep, yep. you know, yeah. it's just like, Dude, that's so true. And th- would that be illegal? It's not a drone. You want to outlaw drones? Yeah, but like rich people could go and do that. Yeah, no, exactly. no, no issue at all. Yeah. And it would work. Yep, it's it would one hundred percent work. And,
0: and it's just money, right? Yeah, like if you have the money, to-
1: the, the drones have made it affordable. Yep, and that's why they're putting so many laws yep. on it.
0: Yep. I I couldn't agree more with you. So we talked about this on another podcast and we'll talk about it again is um, like, so they just throw it all into one category. That Uh it's part of the hunt. Yep. Recovery is part of the hunt. That's what the states, uh, I don't have the literature in front of me Mm -hmm. exactly. But you know what, that that doesn't make sense about that. If recovery is part of the hunt, then why are you allowed to recover when the sun sets? Oh, when the sun sets, I get that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't hunt deer after 30 minutes after sunset think about so it so
1: it's not a part of the hunt that is the end all be all
0: <laughs> right there dude the i hunt. never thought about that yeah so it's the, like the, if the, you, the
1: sunset just
0: says it all yeah so you Dang. can go recover your uh, carcass when the sun sets if you're using a flashlight you're telling me that's not part of the hunt but then i use my drone at night to go look for it now it's part of the hunt yep no you're not making no sense so yep. you you can't have it two ways yep it's it's one or the other so,
1: I, th- I think a lot of the states, they need to sit down, figure out their laws, figure out their restrictions. But yeah, you cannot come in and outlaw drones not like that, up. dude.
0: You can't just, you just do can't. that. You can't just can't. have, like, r- you know, write your own law, right like that one day. No, it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. So, basically, Illinois. Like, we have been yeah. on them, like— then they say well we we see no uh, reason to change it no you do have to change it because if i come out there to illinois with my attorney he's gonna laugh at you because we're gonna beat you in the court of law because you get taken to court based on the laws that are written not based on how you want to interpret it that's what i'm saying like you you can't throw it all into one pot okay when these laws were written they were not written with the with the idea that this technology is going to become what it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's that simple. So just come around to it, and write a, a good law. Don't just be like, "Oh, can't do it." No, that's not good enough. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. One day we're going to do a
1: podcast about turkey season, twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Oh, when, we, when was, we went turkey, turkey yeah. hunting. Yeah, that that was wild. That I had no idea like
0: like about turkey hunting, and you took me turkey hunting. It was fun, but. Dude, that, I, that showed, whole, I showed you a picture of some goblins. Trip. Are we going to go get those things? I am telling
1: screen? you it's going to be a murder fest Yeah, this turkey season yeah. when we and come back here. And
0: jake. You, you said you never shot a goblin never,
1: jake. Never shot a jake before, and that jake came in goblin. Never seen a goblin jake before. And now it was, it was my ignorance. I didn't know. In North Carolina, it's just something I've never seen um and a lot of people i just in north carolina i feel like we just don't see that yeah you come up here and jake's gobbling like a full-grown bird and i was just like you're
0: dead it was it was nuts and then what 20 minutes later we went we went got a big
1: double beard yeah got peter a bird that was wild uh and then the next morning we're flying out at 8 a.m i was like well let's go back and you're like yeah i mean we're, we're me and peter tagged out and uh i was like well you buy a tag and we'll get you a bird before 7 a.m. Yep. Again, just lights out, killed a bird. I mean, just so, so easy. Uh, Taylor, It are going to have a, a good a time that, this I'm year. That,
0: but Mike, are, uh, you a big, are you a big turkey hunter? I love turkey. Oh, yeah. Turkey hunting is okay. so fun. Yeah. So fun. Um, but I will say, of all the uh, YouTubers that Braden has introduced me
1: to, he has given me the most stern warning about Mike and the uh, the time that we will have around Mike and not the lack of sleep that <laughs> Yeah. The lack of sleep's a big one. Go, go, yeah. Go, go, go Mike. Oh, it is. You don't know. He could get a call in the next thirty minutes yeah, well, to some other uh, coolest yeah, you already I got get, one? Yeah, I got it. Could have one. the coolest call yeah. and literally last time this happened, he got a call this was during turkey season, this is right before we killed the turkeys. We got a call about a turtle. Yeah, we did, and <laughs> it was a tortoise. We hopped in the airplane, flew to go find this tortoise. tortoise yeah, yep. That's I mean, true. Yeah. and that was right when we got done chasing elk with trink darts.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, we never we found it.
0: Yeah, we never found it. But it
1: showed up yeah, two dude. weeks later. Is that, I think it was a month later.
0: And it was minus, uh, or not minus. It was below freezing, and a tortoise can't. Be.
1: Everything on the internet said that turtle was dead.
0: Yeah. Well, somebody brought it back. I'm convinced. Yeah, yeah. somebody brought some, it back. Somebody brought it back and put it in their backyard because they, yeah. they filed police report. And uh-huh. They they were not about to sit in prison because they took some of this tortoise. I, as, I believe they brought it back. As who quick, knows? They probably seen the YouTube. Probably, yeah. probably
1: as quick as we can find a deer or something, a 55 pound tortoise. But we also weren't sure I can't move that, that, that if fast. We, if but if the thermals would, yeah, if, yeah. It, if, if it, it had, had thermals. thermals, but
0: that that was an interesting night, yeah. So tonight I do think you'll get some sleep. You're gonna be headed to some Iowa. sleep. What? Aren't Aren't you headed? To we're Iowa?
1: hopping in the truck and rolling 11 hours to Iowa tonight. Now gone. Well, somebody's I, sleeping I sh- in the truck, but somebody's staying up. <laughs>
0: I should maybe join you. I got some buddies out there. You want to go? I should think about it. Think about it. We'll go eat there's, dinner. There's a lot we'll of other, other business stuff here. That I right, mean, dude, you.
1: you got guys for that. Yeah. Look, yeah. last year, you know, you were running it. I this wouldn't. year, you can step back. A uh-huh.
0: We're not quite Come there. On we're going to be there Come on. At, at some point, but right now. I uh, So on thermal drones, I'm, I'm putting this in there because in five years when this when I listen to this podcast, I believe that thermal drones will be like cell cams, be like trail cams. That almost Really? Every, that almost everybody that has a trail cam will have a thermal. That's drone.
1: a whole nother debate. You know, you're talking about trail cams, you get sent live pictures to yep. your phone. Oh
0: dude, like this morning. Oh what, what did I do? Uh
1: <laughs> y- you watched me shoot that deer <laughs> live streamed from your trail cam. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I we're sitting in the <laughs> we were sitting in the stand, this doe's walking around, and I'm just like, All right, well, <laughs> here we go. Like, sweet. Yep. Smoked her. Yep. And I look down at my phone. You're sitting 500 yards away, yeah. And I see Mike texted me. Mike, drone deer recovery, sounded like a good shot, man. <laughs> I
0: was like, dude, what? <laughs> and then he sent me the live feed, yep. and I was like, oh my yep. gosh. That, so we were working. Uh, so when I was watching your uh, doe before you yeah. shot it, I was I was like getting excited because I knew it's going to be close. Yeah. But like, we want to do that with uh, deer recovery, like where like, we have live like, stream deer yep, recovery. Live. Gosh, live that'd be deer so recovery. cool. But. Right now, Elon's internet's not fast enough to yeah. upload it to get high quality. It's like, what is it? Maybe like 4 480. But yeah. so, anyhow, that's something that might be coming live, deer recoveries. Uh, you'll probably hop on the website at some point. Uh, you'll be able to help hunters in North Carolina. Hopefully. I hope so. I um, want to go you uh, might find send deer. Taylor out doing it. But and at know. the
1: end of the day, I also want to say this Mike isn't doing this for the money aspect. How much joy do you get out of being a part of somebody's recovery? is that not so cool dude So cool.
0: yeah totally cool but you know what's even better now is helping guys like yourself and other people that want to do this to make Uh money and then hearing how much they're making the success yeah because like i'm already getting crap like guys are saying like how much are these guys really making that are that have jumped on board Uh to do this dude that is so cool like hearing somebody like tell you you might you wouldn't believe i made ten thousand dollars in seven days i'm like No, I would. If you work your butt off, like you can do this.
1: It's almost like real estate. It's almost like a lot of things. Well, it is like a lot of things. There's not really a cap on how much you can make. No, it's It is all about how hard you want to grind. Yep, exactly. You got a three-month window to grind, baby. So yep. you best yep. get your bubbler and hey, keep rolling. Yeah,
0: bubbler. <laughs> make sure to reach out to us, bubbler. No, that's exactly like the agricultural side. Oh, my gosh. We could we could probably go all night. So we're we just going to cut it off here. Taylor, you had said something. You want to get into the ag. I got to teach you how to do agricultural drones. That would be, that would uh, be, we be wild. We spotted a few. There's a good bit of ag down oh, in yeah? County. And we've, we've seen some
1: <clears throat> ag drones already made
0: Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah,
1: you seen the video I sent you. Oh, yeah. In no, and, yeah. and, and North
0: Carolina, there goes a, somebody's flying an aggro. Yeah.
1: Hey, Mike! Yeah,
0: it's it's <laughs> always Mike if there's a drone out there. Hey, sincerely, do appreciate you reaching out to me the very first time. It, I, I believe that you are a big part of how fast the channel has grown. I'm excited to see where it's going. I'm excited to see you put your own uh, drone deer recovery I'm video pumped. on the drone deer recovery channel. I'm pumped. Uh, when you do it, I'm super excited for it. I appreciate what what do you need? Got a question. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Your thoughts on uh,
1: federal government maybe changing laws on
0: personal airspace. I think you're on to something. I think personal airspace I I think you're on to something with airspace in general. So everybody has that question like uh, well, can you fly across your neighbor's land? Right now, it's what yep. 400 feet yeah. we've got access to. Yep, anybody, yep. Anybody has that. Yep. So basically, you own the airspace up to your highest obstacle on your... So if, you, if you have a 100-foot tree, you got 100 the foot airspace, airspace up to there. But above that is federal airspace. That's why airplanes and helicopters can fly wherever they want. Yeah. Uh, now, there's restricted airspace, and you guys will learn about that if you go get your remote pilot's license. But for the most part... The airspace in America is pretty wide open, uh, so you can fly in a lot of areas. Is that going to change in the future? Could, but honestly, federal is so slow on changing things. It'll take the right court case to, to make it up there. Yeah, yeah, it, w- it would take a while. Like, it would be hard. Like, think about, like, when, you, when your airspace becomes your own airspace, like, that, that's, like, then could, could uh, your cell phone shoot through your airspace, right? Like, because now weird. they're sending signals through your airspace without giving you royalties. It's yeah. like drilling a well, Endless. like, and they're fracking. They have to give you royalties yeah. if they're going underneath you. That's the same way. If you get into the airspace, it gets real dicey, so. I, I could believe it. That's something we could get into, like, for sure. I like it. That, that was a good, good question. Good thinking. Yeah, so I think we're going to end this one here. Again, thanks so much, Brayden. I'm excited. I appreciate your friendship, and I'm excited for it. Congratulations on asking your girlfriend to marry you, and she did say that, right? You, oh, what'd you, so. Yeah, what would you say? Yes. There you go. Nice. So uh, do you guys have a date already?
1: Uh, like she's saying August 31st, as long as it's not in hunting season. <laughs> as long as it's not in deer season and turkey season. I told her it could be in turkey season. But if I don't kill a turkey on um, oh, on the morning on the morning of the wedding it's not happening,
0: then <laughs> <laughs> I have to cancel it, <laughs> replant it. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> but uh um, looking like late August. Cool. Well so. good deal. I'm excited for yeah, you guys. Cool. I remember when I got married. It it's exciting. Uh and I wish you guys the best. I appreciate it. And I hope you get a big one in Iowa. Dude, around. I
1: appreciate it. everything that you do for me, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, honestly, like there's like five trips that I've done in my life that I'm like nobody else like just even just telling the story no one's gonna believe you i think last year was number one this one yeah might be number
0: two dude cool
1: i appreciate it it's been crazy it's been wild it's been wild
0: there it is i appreciate (laughs) it we'll see you guys on the next one